Welcome back to BBO Live! Woo! Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kim. This is Kia. And welcome to episode 15, y'all. Dude, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a long minute. It's been it's been a month, but you know, we said little vacation, little midwinter break back in the day when we used to get that in school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Dude, but Kia, how have you been? I haven't seen you. I've been good since last time, you guys. I've turned 26. Oh, yeah, it has. It's been your birthday. How was your birthday? Yeah, it was good. I had tacos, beer, and cupcakes. What else can you ask for? (laughs) Oh, and tequila. There was tequila. (laughs) You have to. You have to have at least like a birthday shot or something in there. And there was family. (laughs) (laughs) So a combination of it all. Nice. Yeah. Nice, dude. I was to Mexico. It was good. Yeah, so I was to Mexico. Well, one of my cousins got married, so it was an excuse to, like, go out there for that and just, like, visit family también. So it was like, super nice. The wedding was super nice. Everyone was all bougied up and <laughs> formal. It was super nice. Um, and then it was also, like, just good to, like, just have some days that just sit back and relax and not yeah. do anything. Um, so it was good. It was really good. I was, like, I, I, was like, I was like, I don't know if I'll go back anytime soon just because I want to explore, like, other parts of Mexico, not just, like, where my family's from. Yeah. Um, But it was really good. Yes. Have you gone to other parts of Mexico? Was this... No. I mean, I've got... I, whenever I've gone, I just go to, to Sinaloa, where my family's from. But I haven't gone to, like, tourist Mexico or even, like, El Def or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to do a little bit more of that and not just go just to Sinaloa, just, just like, a rancho. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what's in the future. Yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to plan a trip to Mexico. It, it'll happen. It will. I'm oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to pressure or rush it because um, I want to do it right, I feel like, now that I've built up the anticipation. <laughs> Dude, for real. And see, now, also, like, we're like we're older. We have a little bit more money. We, like, we yeah. can plan things out more <laughs> también. So we'll see. We'll see when that happens. But, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else has happened over the break? We had Friendsgiving. Oh, yeah. We did Friendsgiving a little early just because I was leaving. And also, it was also your birthday, too, that we did that day, también. I did it three times, yo. I did it, like, at the beginning of the month on my actual day. And when I got back, I did another one. (laughs) An impromptu one. (laughs) Which was nice because it was a carne asada. And then we had a lot of, like, board games. And out of nowhere, it turned into, like, let's go to the karaoke. And it was super fun. Like, I thought it was, like, just the perfect... um, Welcome back slash party slash um, bautizo de Evie. Yes, I heard it was also a birthday slash bautizo. You got, you got a new little family member. Yes, we have Evie here sitting next to us, y'all. I wish you guys could see him. He's so cute. <laughs> Dude, he's so cute. He's a little baby Pomeranian. This like, ah. is so soft and fluffy. He's like 11 weeks. He's going to start puppy school next week. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna graduate. It's gonna be cute. Oh my god! I was like, do we should get him a little cap and gown, a little a little cap. He's gonna bite it off. Oh no, he shouldn't by then because by then he should be trained. Be trained. Lol. Va a tener educación. Lol. He be educated. 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 That'll be his first one, and then he has to do intermediate. Then he'll have to do advanced, and then after the advanced, we'll do the little bonus round. You know that? What is that called when you do an extra semester? Oh, fuck. Victory lap? Uh, the victory lap. His victory lap is gonna be tricks. It's a tricks class. Is there like a ma- like a master's and like a doctorate? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. know. Oh, that's so silly. That's exciting though, just to like have your dog be just be like super like trained and like bougie then and like be like, oh. Yeah, it's just it'll be I'm like the way I'm looking at it right now is like I'm putting in the work to reap the like um fruits later of just having a mm. behaved dog because it'll be 
hard right now as he's a puppy, but in general, puppies are hard, yeah. so it's better to put in that, like, actual work. Al ratito, ya, nomás le digo algo y se sienta. Alright, well, moving straight into what we're listening to, because it's been a while, and honestly, I was in Mexico with my family, so no puse mucha atención a lo que pasó con música-wise, but it's cool, we got you out. All right, yeah. so an anticipated drop that Osuna's been dro- been kind of teasing forever has been his new Nibiru album. And from there, a song that least stood out to me, also mainly because of the sample on it, was Eres Top featuring Diddy and DJ Snake. And I was like, okay, Osuna, I see you. But as an album as a whole, what do you think about it? Well, let's start with the album cover. <laughs> I, I thought it looked like a Mountain Dew. Like, it just reminds me of Mountain Dew because, you know, Mountain Dew is that light green with yeah. that, like, red and i don't know what color so like all the colors even though they're not the same it just reminds me like como cuando lo ves at first glance of a mountain dew um next i really this album no se compara al último que hizo the last one had so many like it was hard to choose between favorites oh, and then yeah. this one it's like apenas si sale una que me gusta gusta you know like so i don't know i i feel like the anticipation wasn't worth it i feel like him hyping it up wasn't worth it. I don't get his theme, del Marciano, or what he has going on. I don't even know what Nibiru is. I don't know either. Because I know, what was the, oh, the last one? was Odisea. There we go. I was like, what was the last one? Oh, he has a planet theme, right? Is this the alien? I don't know. Was Odisea, like purple con. Oh, Aura. Odisea was the first one. Oh. And then it was Aura. But okay. Aura, okay. Aura like, makes maybe? sense with the purple because it's um, like como una aura. An aura, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. an aura. That's what I was trying to say in Spanish again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like he has a theme going on. I'm not 100% sure. But what to me, what happened is just that his lyrics are not relatable to me no more. He talks a lot about brands. Um, he talks a lot about, like, the club. And they're not actually, like, singable lyrics either, in my opinion. So, like, here and there, he'll have, like, a few songs that are good. But the rest of them, like, as a album, like, as a whole album, I didn't think it was that solid. I would rate this album, like, maybe, like, a 6 out of 10. But I don't know. What did you think about the album as a whole? I don't know. I listened to it through maybe, like, once or twice. And same thing. Like, nothing really stood out to me. Just be- just just because of the um, I Need a Girl Part 2 sample on it. Um, and then Independiente, just because of like, pretty much like another like, anthem to like get re- getting ready for the club. Kind of like a... It reminded me of Se Preparo, but Se Preparo, I always think of... You know that gif on Twitter that was like the girl is just like getting ready? Like, I, she, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just like <laughs> it's like a gif that like describes the song perfectly. So when I saw Independiente, I was like, okay, another like bad bitch mode, like captions ready a song. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The Preparo still is probably top. Yeah, and then I also don't like that they're sampling all these songs and then having the person featured. Like, it's not just, like, the Regotoneros and, like, the Urbano people. It's also in the R&B and all that stuff. And we've talked about it, and, like, here and there it's cool, but, like, then it just starts to feel like, okay, because Daddy Yankee did it, then I'm doing it. Because, you know, J Balvin did it, then now I'm doing it. Because this person did it, now I'm doing it. And it becomes, like, I know it becomes a trend and everybody's, like, get trying to get on it and, and things like that. But sometimes it feels right and sometimes it just doesn't feel that right. And for some reason, I personally was not a big fan of It Is Top. Um, I don't know if he was trying to say because he has come on top shelf, like, a, a liquor because he's talking about, like, being at the club. I really don't, I didn't understand what it is top is. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah, and 
And then the other one, like, independiente, like, ni le llega los talones a la otra canción. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but it doesn't. Se preparó is still, like, for sure, like, super good. Independiente was okay. It wasn't, like, a terrible song. And then, just to wrap up Osuna and, like, just comment on him. Sin Pensar, with featuring Sway Lee, I really liked. I thought it was a cute little song. And then, you sang in Spanish on that one, too. I was like, okay, I see I you. I know, and I, re- I just really like Sway Lee, so... I think that's why mainly, and then dance danceau. I actually kind of like that one. Overall, I feel like yeah, remember I he was promoting it whenever Latin Billboard week, which was like I think it was like in April or something like that. He, he, he oh yeah, dropping in May. And it's like yeah, pretty much just been waiting for this to drop because he's been saying like need you do on every single one of his songs. Mm-hmm. Has he? Yeah, you know how everyone's like, like oh like like the little sign off. He's like oh need you do like at the end of all of them. I don't know. That's so dumb that everybody's doing that. Well, I don't think it's dumb, but it's like you build all this anticipation and then when you drop it, then everybody's left feeling like this is what you kept promoting in every other song. (laughs) (laughs) True. I don't know. All right. Well, let us know what y'all think about Osuna's song. We'll definitely put some on the playlist, but yes. All right. Moving on. So, not some of your favorites, yeah, but um, Karol G and Nicki Jam dropped Tusa. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, sorry. I, love. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Nicki and I just do it automatically. Um, but, I, for the, okay, so, same thing, I'm not the biggest fan of, of Karol G, but the song mainly, like, hit me when I was in Mexico because it was just playing everywhere, mm. and just the chorus itself is just super catchy. The rest of it just kind of, like, blares out to me. But the chorus itself was, was super catchy. A ver, cántanos. Pero si me ponen la canción. That's the chorus? Yeah. Oh, also, okay. well, shout out to La Cancion by J, uh, Bad Bunny and J Balvin también. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Eh. I'm a rester of my comments. Hello. <laughs> but the video was really pretty. Like, the after with fire, so I'll give him that. Really? That's what I liked least. <laughs> Damn, never mind. <laughs> but, uh, but I also didn't like how at the end of the song, she's like, Karol just signed off with like the queen uh, and the queen, so like referring to them too. And I never forget about the freaking beef that her, that Karol G and I know it had um, towards Evie Queen. Yeah. About saying how like that Karol G was a new queen of reggaeton, no se sé madre. So like that, when I heard that, I was just like, me quedo como un. Well, that's amargo. why I just feel like the most too disrespectful like artists, female artists right now, because they creen bien creídas y se creen bien like they put on all this work. They're not humble. They just hype themselves up. Um, the video was, like, corny. I don't know who I was talking about it with, but some feels felt the same way. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. And so it's kind of like, I think that's why I'm trying to avoid it. The song, sure, it's catchy. like, But that's what, like, we've talked about. Like, songs are made to be like that. Where you, I mean, it could be, like, the song that you hate the most that's on the radio. But it can be, like, the catchiest one that you yeah. just can't get out of your, your song, right? So, like head so because you are in mexico and we're hearing it non-stop i can see why it grows on you so it's like when i was in costa rica the song that was playing non-stop was el taxi and when we got here it was just so overplayed so overrated yeah. that it was just kind of like okay well we're moving on next you know but i see how like depending on what you're listening to it's what's gonna like you're either gonna like it or you're not like it so i've been avoiding it like the plague <laughs> valid valid <laughs> Okay, on to better news. <laughs> so, Free Nationals and Sid dropped Shibuya, I want to say? Yes. Um, it reminds me of the chair. Shibuya, yeah, yeah, or I don't know. <laughs> or what is that? Yeah, I've been bringing it on. Is that what it is? I saw that, that's, that's where I know, bro. Uh, but yeah, I the song itself, I just love Sid's like vocals in general, and then Free Nationals, just funky, jazzy vibes, mm-hmm. just was a perfect combination for me. I can't remember exactly what the lyrics were. 
<laughs> or, if, or if Shabria was even in it, but yes. It's funny because, um, sorry you guys, I'm tired. Having a newborn, <laughs> that's how I feel happy. I feel like I have a newborn, but it's a puppy. Is there parental leave for puppies? <laughs> there should be, you know? I was reading, a, or yeah, I think I was reading like tips on how to train, or it was a video, I was watching a video, and somebody was like, like we understand that some people can't take off work, like days off work, or just choose not to do it, and I'm like, girl, like, I was like, we gotta get paid so we can spoil our dogs. <laughs> You're right. But I mean, the going back to the song, um, some of the lyrics say like, "I know you don't work on Saturday, so just stay. It's my favorite day. I'll make you pancakes. I don't know what." And I was like, "Well, what if I do work on Saturday? Or what if they do work exactly. on Saturday? What about those people? people in retail people? <laughs> and a lot of people work on Saturday, actually. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just making fun of it, but <laughs> it's a good song overall. I really liked it. Nice." Alright, so moving on to our boy Bad Bunny dropped Vete. I remember when it first dropped, I was in Mexico, so I didn't really pay attention, but I just saw all the memes on Twitter, mm. and what caught my eye was the meme of, like, the Mike Wazowski just hella in his feels, and then yeah. the same thing with Bad Bunny in the video. Um, but do you think this is, like, the end of his breakup, like, era songs? I feel like he's had so many. Well, I feel like sometimes you have to go through it, like, if you look at, like, Drake's trajectory, he started off kind of, like, talking about making it and, like, all these things, and so did Bad Bunny. And then Drake moved on to, like, Sad Boy for a long time and kind of owned it because I feel like there's a big revenue and a big, like, need for that kind of music. Yeah. And so then I think he's banking on it with, like, features here and there where he's still, like, dropping, like, bars and rhymes. And I think... Um, eventually, if he chooses to, he can make one, like, um, the one, I forget what the album's called, the one before Scorpio, Good Life or something like that, I believe it's called. Oh, yeah, I think so. The one with the blue cover. Yeah. Um, (laughs) that one. (laughs) Or, like, he could also, like, make one, like, the one he did with, um, Future, the one with the diamonds on it, something like that, so, I mean... I think that right now he's marketing himself and, like, really, like, like, he's, we've always said he, I think he tries to, like, not box himself and at yeah. the same time try to, like, explore different sides of him. And I think overall he's just a sad person because if you ever watch some of his interviews where he talks about, like, he's like he's kind of anti-social. He's like, I don't really like the socializing part of the red carpet. I don't really like todas las preguntas, las interviews. He doesn't really, I don't think, he said he was an outcast growing up. He was always that strange kid that didn't really fit in. So... I think for him, music has always been an outlet, and it's the perfect way to really express his feelings. I think Drake had some of that, too. Like, if you kind of listen to Drake, he's always painted himself that way. I'm not over here being Drake's number one fan. I just think it's a really (laughs) good comparison. Um, So, I don't know. I don't know if you feel like he's going to start. What do you think? No, I don't know. Like, I was talking to to my roommate Ara about it, too. Like, like, he's had some, like... Like, um, with the whole breakup with this, like, the girl that pretty much he dated for, like, seven years or whatever, um, the, and we're, we're, like, we're like, oh, like, uh, just, like, another breakup song, just because also, like, the whole, like, Oasis album kind of go through a breakup también, and, like, that part of it, but I was, like, I was, like, but if you think about it, most, I feel like a lot of people have, like, their, like, they, their most, like, creative content is when you're in, in your feels, like, in your emotions, so he might just have all these backed up, like, heartbroken songs from that, from esa época, and just dropping them throughout, 
But now that you talk about the whole, like, not the aesthetic of, like, a, the sad boy, but just having that, like, be your, like, your persona, I was like, that makes a lot more sense to me. Well, I was going to say, I think if you really look at the music industry, what sells the most is going to be, like, songs about breakups. Yeah. Songs about, like, falling out of love as much as falling into love. Like, those are, that's where your biggest revenue is going to be at, honestly. And, um, I think that part, unless he's addressed it in an interview, is a narrative that I think fans might be trying to project onto him. Valid. I really do, because I'm like, that album was beautiful, and it might have been just um, built alongside J Balvin. For all we know, it's not really about a girlfriend. It's more so about their joint experiences with past lovers. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I think there's just money in it, like 100%. That album is solid. Everybody loves at least one song off of it, and it's only, what, like, ten? <laughs> Not even, <dude. laughs> But, okay, you're right, you're right. But that's just my opinion. He could, for all we know, have some secret person that's making him write all these sad songs. But, I mean, look at Osuna. He has a family, and his album's all about being at the fucking club fucking these people. You're right. And he has, like, yeah, you're right. So that's why I'm saying, like, people market themselves and brand themselves as a certain artist, Jay, um, and Bad Bunny has tried to stay away from it, but he... That's why I like to connect him with Drake, because Drake has been painted as well, like the so, like a soft, yeah, the soft um, rapper or something. But at the same time, he knows how to make money and he knows how to go hard. And so with Bad Bunny, like he knows when I would go hard. And all his verses are good wherever he gets featured. So You're right, you're right. All right, cool. I get passionate. <laughs> <laughs> I stand my ground. <laughs> all right, next. Ooh, what else we got? So, in the banda world, <laughs> Luis Coronel y la séptima banda dropped uh, No Es Que Me Gustas. And I just, I'm also a big fan of Luis Coronel, so I just like, just like a cute little, like, romantica song, pretty much. Like, it's like, no, no es que me gustas, es que me encantas, mm-hmm. is pretty much what the song is saying. Um, so, I really liked it. I also really liked them in general. So. I know. Me too. I'm a big fan, and it's it was definitely a cute song. Usually, la séptima banda tiene el mismo beat in every song. At least for me, it sounds like that the same. Maybe I need to sit there and like play them back to back to see if they have the same beat. But to me, siempre se escucha igual. So, cuando se escucha igual, y él está bueno, y ya nomás le ponen sus lyrics and their own little spin and pauses, it's always really good. Um, it passes the test. <laughs> All right, so staying on the regional wave. So, Lenin Ramirez and Grupo Firme. Yikes. Uh, dropped the uh, Ya No Vuelvo Contigo and shout out to Anita because she's the one that literally sent me the song like right as soon as it dropped just because we love Grupo Firme yeah. like Grupo Firme if any connections if y'all need a tour come to Seattle come to Washington I'm down um, but yeah but I just became the complete I'm, you're passionate about Bunny I'm passionate about Grupo Firme no I'm not passionate about Bad Bunny but it was just funny because at first I was like I thought you were telling our fans if they needed a tour of Seattle to come and you would do it, but then I realized that you were telling you were give, telling Banda Firme if they hear this oh, that you'll give them a tour. I mean, fans, if you guys want to come to Seattle, I guess we could do a BBO live <laughs> tour. I don't know a live recording. I don't know. Uh, anyways, but pretty much this song that Yano Vuelvo Contigo is a complete opposite of the Luis Coronel song. Um, pretty much good para andar pisteando todo dolido in your feels. Like, they just, Grupo group Firma always goes, goes ham. And then Lenny Ramirez just kind of adds that little just like sentimiento to it. Mm-hmm. So I really like it. Definitely, since I didn't get to go, to, I've never gone to karaoke with you guys here. I'm going to save it for cuando vayamos. Yeah, I was like this. 
When I heard it, I was like, it's a fun song for karaoke. And shout out to El Jaguar in downtown Renton. If anybody's in town, please check it out. They have great customer service. They have, they always play your request or whatever you put, just know that you'll get called on. And it's just fun. It was so, every time you go, I have a great time. Ya me conocen de cara, honestly. Dude, I'm so sad. I've literally missed every single time y'all have gone. So, para la otra, I'm there. Yes. Okay. Moving in to two of our favorites, Pink Sweat and Jesse Reyes. Drop the remix to Honesty. Kia, what you got? I know Jesse Reyes is one of your girls. Oh, uh, they're like... They just, I didn't even have to, like, hear it, and I already loved it, you know? Like, I was like, yes, like, please. And as soon as, you know, Jessie gets on it, her verse is super cute. Her laugh was so cute. I'm just like, I'm in love. Like, I freaking love her. And together, se escuchan bonitos. Like, I personally loved it, loved it, loved it. Yes, dude. Like you said, pretty much just, like, I already loved Honestly, and then just having Jessie on it, I was like, like, need a couple of Exactly. Or you already know. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, going back to a little bit. So, Ricky Martin, Residente, and Bad Bunny dropped Cantalo. Um, it's actually, and I, when I first saw, I saw just the three of them, and I was like, I was like, I wonder if this club happened after the whole um, riots in Puerto Rico, because because those they were like the three like main people that were kind of out on the streets protesting. And definitely, I was uh, saw an article that Rolling Stone kind of called them the, the trio that helped take down Puerto Rico's ex-governor. And I was like, okay, so maybe. But I like the... We were talking about how, like, there's a bunch of uh, samplings of, like, salsa songs and a lot of Urbano songs. And this is just another one of those. And this one samples Mi Gente by Hector Lavo. Um, but since we talked about sampling a little bit earlier, I feel like, no, like just, like, the just nostalgia in general is such a huge thing in, like, music, but also in, like, fashion and, like, television. Like, all remakes of everything, like trends are coming back in like fashion I was like I was like I don't know if nostalgia's always been a thing we just haven't noticed it but like it's been banged on so much recently dude do you think that when we're living through the 2000s we were inspired by a certain era or do you think the 2000s is its own thing and then as soon as we hit the like the 10s that that's when we started to like really reminisce the 90s I know we've always had custom costume parties where you dress as the 80s, 60s, 70s, blah, 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 yeah. and whatever it is. But it's not until right now, like recently, that I've seen a lot of throwbacks to the 70s in clothing in general, like with the colors and just the style. Yeah. But then a lot also with the 90s, with, you know, like the cartoons and all that stuff and fashion. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like the 2000s was its own thing? Because I also see Baby, what is that brand that Baby was so fat? popular coming back and things like that. So what do you think? I mean, I feel like a lot of people say that the 2000s is just like a yes, like a weird face that man. But I feel like even like if you're thinking of like like R and B right now has been sampling so much of like late 90s, early 2000s stuff that man. What I'm thinking, at least for me, is like maybe because now that we're older and we have like we've lived through like these like generations, quote unquote. But now we can see them getting repeated into stuff, and maybe growing up like to the in the 2000s, we didn't really know what clicked, like what was not sampled, but what was kind of like pulling nostalgically on and stuff in that era um but definitely i feel like the 2000s are like not being focused on but i feel like now that we're gonna go into 2020 you're definitely gonna have like oh like 2000s parties with people like wearing like all denim or like all like the random ass shit that happened in that era también. yeah and i mean and i feel like you you i saw it this halloween or even in previous halloweens where people do get like inspired by the celebrities and what they were wearing in the 2000s which was kind of like when I look back, I'm like, oh my god, why? <laughs> so cringy. Dude, I know. I was watching uh, 
the high school musical, which came out in 2006. And even then, the fashion, I'm like, who, why are these colors mixed together? Like, who would just do what? I was watching a YouTube video um, of a song that my coworker was showing me. And I was like, is this song from 2009? And he went and checked. He's like, yeah, how'd you know? I was like, the fashion. <laughs> I could just tell by the fashion. Dude, but honestly, give it, I want to say like 20, maybe 2030 or like even like late 2020s. Like it's going to come back and it's going to be like a cycle of like, I think it's, I want to say it's like 20 years is when fashion's like kind of gets recycled. So, maybe. Pero, pero por eso digo, no, yeah, I can see it, pero por eso digo que se me hace interesante que en los 2000s no se sintió como que los 70s estaban regresando, o los 80s estaban regresando, oh, y sí. los 60s, pero hasta ahorita decidieron como, como está sucediendo esa nostalgia. So. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because it was like a new, like the, the millennium, like the two, like 2000, just yeah. like the year itself being so big. But they're like, we need to stand out. And You're right. It could be the fact that millennials are the ones in charge ruling now versus like back in the day would have been the baby boomers, no? Yeah. There's like a, a, someone, there's something in the middle of Damien, but I don't really know. Really? Ah. <laughs> like, do they matter? Ah. <laughs> but okay, yeah, I feel you. But yeah. going back, but yeah, so salsa sampling on this new Ricky Martin, Reciente and Bad Bunny song. Um, I, for some reason, thought that Ricky Martin, like, apparently he's the one that got full rights to the Mi Gente song by the level, so he was kind of, like, under pressure for everything, at least from what the Rolling Stone article said, but what did you think about it? I will admit that I only got to the ending of Residente's verse, and he killed it on the verse. Uh, extra level, somebody else sampled him last time too, huh? He's been sampled so much. I feel like he's definitely one of, like, like the main people when you think of salsa. So, when, like, since salsa has been sampled so much in just in Urbano and, like, in reggaeton in general, so he's been the main one. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what song it was last last week or last episode, mm-hmm. but he's definitely been in multiple. It was, um, Sencio, no? No, oh. Sencio de Celia Cruz, Celia right? Cruz. But, yeah, other people have done. Well, but it sounded good. It didn't sound bad. So, good song. I don't know if they're still putting stuff out there for Puerto Rico. I feel like I just saw something recently on social media. Um, so, mm-hmm. I know they're still posting things about it and stuff. So, that's good to me. I think it's good for them to keep up the momentum and yeah. not just, like, take more fame out of, like, what they did. Now that you mentioned it, I feel like this song might be more of, like, a celebration, like, post of it. Mm-hmm. Them being the trio that kind of, like, was the, yeah. were, like, the face front of it all. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah, like saying, like, I think that's what it was. It was like mm, the post was celebrating some kind of like, here we are fighting and we're going to continue fighting. Holding it down, y'all. Okay, moving into so Girl Girl Ultra and Jimena's Tariñas. Tariñanas? Tariñanas, there we go. Uh, There's a song called Fuck Him, and we we featured Girl, I cannot say her name, Girl Ultra last season on a song with Guko. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of always kept my eye on her just because she has kind of like a jazzy, like Spanish R&B vibe to her. Yeah. Um, but apparently she just dropped a new album that I just found out 20 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> called Nuevo Aires, and it's said to be like a love letter to R&B and just kind of, um, so I'm really excited to look to check that one out and see if anything else stands out on him. But the song we're featuring this playlist is called Fuck Him, and it's definitely like that bilingual has a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was kind of reading a little bit just when I find out that she has an article, but apparently there's not a lot of, like, Mexicans in the Spanish R&B, play, like, genre, so apparently they're trying to hold it down, both of these artists, so I was like, okay, I was like, I want to see what this album has, 
but it definitely has a chill, jazzy, like an R&B vibe to it. Yeah. Is R&B popular in Mexico? I don't know. Maybe in and I, I mean, that's in Mexico because um, you were, we were just talking about music in Mexico and what yeah. you were hearing in Mexico. So it makes me wonder. I don't know. I feel like, right, at least like when I was like, like with like my cousins and everything, I'd either be like, like hardcore like banda corridos or it'd be like what's on like their like their radio, which is like top like top forties urbano or like like the top like reggaeton stuff like that. But I feel like maybe at least at least I, was, I mean I've only been in Sinaloa, so I don't know about like in the south or different areas of. Mexico también, but um, at least from what I've seen, like Spanish R and B wise, there's a lot of like, um, how do you say, not like like Latino Americanos in like the U S. kind of like crossing into using that bilingual bilingual that they have to kind of touch those markets, but still being from the U S. So I don't know if people actually within like these individual Latino countries are actually holding it down in that genre itself. I don't know a lot about it, but at least from what I know, Girl Ultra and Jimena Sariñanas are kind of trying to hold it down or at least I gotta like, expand explore a little bit more from what I saw mm-hmm. I like it I dig it it's um something to explore and tap into yeah because sure. I mean I love R&B and so if I can listen to it in like Spanglish or Spanish like for me that makes me happy yeah. alright we'll see we'll see what else there is so next up J Balvin uh, dropped Blanco um, I don't know why, for me, it just didn't stand out to me. I feel like, like didn't I, I feel like Jay Balvin's been dropping so much, like, I feel like he drops music like, every other week. Like, I feel like he's dropping so much music, <laughs> and to me, it was just kind of like, just like, it just sound, I mean, it sounded like a Balvin song because it has his beats to it, but it just didn't stand out to me. I don't yeah. know To me, Balvin is like the Urbano Ariana Grande. Like, you know how Ariana <laughs> Grande drops music every other day, too? And she's been like, running the charts yeah. and winning awards and whatever the fuck. So has Jay Balvin. He's been putting in so much work and he's been recognized more so at least in the American industry than mm. like any other, in my opinion, of, of his peers. And so when I heard this one, I was on a playlist and you're right. It didn't stand out as a new song. When I was listening to it, it just felt right it felt like jay balvin it didn't mm. feel new which also i really like about an artist you know like yeah we're always looking for something new and we're looking for a standout but we're also looking for you to keep up the consistency yeah. of your standards and so for like osuna it was like you took a step back on where i had you Valid. and for jay balvin if like if he's putting out music at least don't lower your standard and your bar um and so I think that's why I'm not gonna like hate so much on this one per se, pero se me hizo como dices no es como si fuera algo tan impresionante, tan nuevo, tan like oh I dropped a new song. And I actually didn't see him promo this one too much. I don't uh, know yeah. about you. I don't think so. I think if anything, I just saw like like clips of like the video itself, but like same thing. I don't think there was a lot of promo to it. Yeah. But again, homie's dropping music every other day, so <laughs> he can only promote so no, much. Be <laughs> um, but <laughs> se me hizo de todos modos se me hizo como lo que me gustó a mí es la e. Because he would expand on the E. <laughs> so it reminded me of his Nunca en Papi, Siempre en uh, Papi, or whatever the heck. It yeah. reminded me of that E. So I think that's why. If he, if he has lyrics that I can sing along to, it's good. You know, I'll say this much. We try to do Soltera at karaoke, and that song is hard AF. Like, 
hard again. Oh, like, the actual, like... You cannot keep up to that song. And, like, something like this, like, you can actually kind of keep up with this rhythm if you were to karaoke this song. Valid. Okay, we'll, we'll try it out next time. <laughs> we'll add it to the list. But I don't know if you caught it, but you know how we talked about um, how Osuna has been, like, saying, like, maybe you do on all of his songs? He did. Yeah, on um, J Balvin at the end, he says Colores, and he I'm did. and I'm like I'm like he's been I think his his recent tour was called Colores, and I was like I was like it was I was like so I was like I think Colores might be an album coming soon, but I feel like Comey has been dropping an album almost every year. I feel like Vibras was like last year, and Energia wasn't that long ago either. So I feel like. I don't know if it's a, at least I feel like it's like El a norm. Pasa también, Kim. That's the other thing. Because when, like, sometimes I feel that, like, how you're feeling right now. Yeah. And then you actually go back and look at, like, release dates. And you got to remember for them, they've recorded it previously. And it takes forever to drop. So for them, I can see how, like, they're waiting for it to get approved and pass all these things to the record or whatever it is. And so for them, even though they might feel like, um, they're, like, they're dropping music all the time, it's the content has been brewing and so it's like comes out it's easier para salir so I feel like he's one that doesn't really take breaks maybe like Ariana sure. like I also feel like Ariana doesn't take breaks I feel like she's always on tour like if you look at oh, yeah. Ariana I think she's always on tour he hasta enferma and everything you know you're right you're, no dude you're right I didn't think about that you're right. like I was obviously take time and like energy to like produce them all I was like but yes I was like I was like I don't know but <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, me perdí. No, I, I totally understand feeling that that way because a lot of the times a lot of artists make us make us wait. Like for example, Cardi B, Cardi B has taken a long pause in between actually dropping music. Granted, she had a kid. It, no, and even when she had the kid, she was going on tour. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes it's hard to do both because when you're touring. It's, unless you're going to be recording on the go, like how One Direction did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pulling all the, the facts right now. But it's, you know, like the logistics of things, like yeah. when you think about it. You're right, you're right. But speaking of touring, um, dude, just all the pictures from like from J Balmi's like recent Medellin concert that looks so freaking lit, dude. I better have. He literally <laughs> pulled out every single artist, like every single feature he's ever had. Homie, that concert was, like, lit. I was like, I'm talking about the Maluma's concert in Miami that I got the chance to go to. This would have been a concert in Medellin that I would have loved to go to. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yes. I wonder how much it cost. I don't even know, dude. But, I mean, granted, he's like, Niño de Medellin, so it makes sense for his homecoming to be, like, super fucking lit. Yeah. But I was like, so, like, the biggest, like, FOMO of my life. As it should be, though, you know. Hell, yeah, dude. Hell, yeah. Well deserved, especially, like you said, he's been holding it down for worldwide, like, mm-hmm. Globally, pretty much. Like, he's the one that skyrocketed Urbano to be where it is now, if anything. But, all right, all right. Okay, next up, um, Stormy Bo- Stormy's, Burner Boy, and Ed Sheeran dropped Own It. Um, I was like, Stormy's just had, he's a British rapper, and he just has, like, a little, like, certain, like, tone to him that's always just stood out to me. He's been on random, like, other songs. I was like, I feel like, like, back in my One Direction days, I had listened to a lot of, like, British music just because of that general era. Um, but I've always liked Stormy's just, like, his little... He has, like, an accent that kind of comes through when he's rapping, which I really like. Um, and then Burna Boy always just gets down, I mean, and Ed Sheeran just has a little, like, little touch to it. But definitely, like, this this the British rap just has a little, like, sound and texture to it, if that's the right word. <laughs> um, but, yes. I agree. I agree. I really like Burna Boy. So I'm excited. Okay. Okay, Kia, what are your drops? Your drops? <laughs> what are your songs? I wish. What's your drop this week, girl? Yeah, I know. Imagine Nah. Um. So 
here's your R&B update. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's all I stick to. And it's funny, though, when we go on breaks, I really, like, I really take a break. And it's a lot of work to actually sit there and criticize people's music. <laughs> so I understand critics, okay? <laughs> Yo, you're right, though. This is work. You're, like, you're, like, listening, you're, like, okay, like, the beat, like, the lyrics, like, no sé qué madre. Like. It's, like, what did I think about this? <laughs> you, <laughs> think about your, yeah. you don't just listen. You have to really have an opinion. Um, so I usually try to stick to, like I said, um, my little R&B chill music in the morning. That's mm-hmm. what suits me in la mañana because I can't I don't know about I, I don't know about y'all but I'm not the biggest morning person and so if I were to put something too upbeat in la mañana me va a poner de mal humor like instead of like waking me up and I know for some people it wakes them up but I don't know like for me it doesn't really wake me up what about you Kim? I have phases I have like phases when I'm when I'm like like okay like reggaeton to like get up or you know like banda or like so, randomly like a podcast like very very random but i but i feel you though i feel like like especially like, ahorita como está clima, like all the, like, the groggy mornings uh-huh. you're like you're like no nah, i just need to like, chill just to keep the chillness going so i feel you yeah and entonces pues like i said so i stick to my little r&b playlist or sometimes you know what i do when i'm feeling brave i press shuffle on all my music on my apple music and I be getting the randomest stuff that I'm like, okay, why are you on my library? Like, I need to delete you ASAP. But it also, it brings back, like, little oldies but goodies that, like, oh, I haven't heard you in forever. And then you kind of realize how, like we were saying, like, people be making, artists be making music and putting out so much that sometimes you just forget about, like, they get hidden in, in like, in everything. Yeah, especially with full albums, too. Like, you can easily, like, lose, like, some random song that was, like, a banger, but it was never, like, a single. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, shit. I agree. You're right, you're right. Okay, pero, pues, this R&B music, The Weeknd dropped, uh, I believe he dropped two singles, but the one that I'm putting on the playlist is Heartless. And I don't know the vibe he came back with, like, his hair, his fashion. We were talking about fashion, right? To me, he came back very, like, 70s, I would say, 70s cop. Uh, I think we were picture came out, we were calling him El Fin de Semana because he was looking, like, very, like, a machata artist, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> very, or Very, that. Dominican. Si, sí, cierto. But the song is chill. It's pretty good. At first, when I first heard it, I was like, what? Hmm, different. But at the same time, it's still very much, like, I think it's more of a combination of his newer stuff with his older lyrics. Mm, it's definitely his still his mo. I think it came. I think Heartless came out the same weekend as Vete, mm-hmm. so people were like, "All right, so this is the new wave going into the new year, <laughs> like this new like fuck the ex, no sé qué." Yeah, um, but yes, definitely. That's funny. And then Party Next Door dropped "Loyal" with Drake, and it was good. It was good to hear Party Next Door and Drake. I really like them together. They're like one of my favorite duos. I didn't realize that Party Next Door doesn't drop a lot of music or, like, it's been a while, so people were, like, hyping it up on Twitter. Yeah. Like I said, sometimes things get... Well, like we said, sometimes artists need to take breaks, and it's good yeah. for them to vacate. I would vacate. Keep saying. And then... But Loyal, the song, it was another... It was good. It was, it was a good hit, in my opinion. It was typical, like... The same formula, but it works. And then Janae Aiko, or girl, dropped this one third song. I feel like she dropped Triggered, and she dropped, um, 
can't remember the other one she dropped, but now she's dropped None of Your Concern. And they've all been three post-breakup um, with Big Sean. Yeah, and this one, Big Sean's on it. None of you concerned. Did you get to hear it? I don't. No, I haven't heard it yet. I, oh I, I thought she God, dropped. Girl. I thought she dropped the album because the, the cover art looks the same on all these singles. Yeah, I know. It's a little theme that she has going on, but this song, vas a ver cuando las escuches. But Big Sean's on it, so like, I really appreciate them because you know they have that. Um, what is what is their they have that joined together i don't know if it's oh. 2088 or what is it it's a number yes i can't remember the number but yes it's a yes. number and they always have songs where they talk to each other kind of in the song and this one is no different like they're talking to each other and really like airing out their feelings and for me it, it was so raw of an experience of like ex-partners that are continuing to keep a friendship mm-hmm. um and it's beautiful to see. I mean, obviously, it's different because it's hard in real life. You got to set boundaries. But I don't know what kind of conversations go on behind closed doors for them. True. true. And what kind of boundaries they have set up. But I think it's really cool. The songs are really good. And um, she's just kind of expressing her feelings. And so is he. I'm glad that they got to a point where, like, they can still, like, have that friendship. Or who knows what relationship they have now. Only they know. But that they can still continue to drop music together because they drop fire music together. Yeah. So thank, thanks. I mean, good for all these fans that we can still have them on the same track without after everything that happened to them yet. It's true. And the other thing that I was thinking is, you know how a lot of people say, you know how a lot of people say that I can't listen to the song because it reminds me of this person or it reminds me of that person. Well, I like this person that I follow tweeted uh, something along the lines of like. I had a relationship with music far before I had a relationship with this certain person, whoever it is. So therefore, I'm not giving that person the power to take any certain song away from me. Dude, that's very true. That's so true. So it's almost like that disconnection of like, we do that to ourselves. We connect people and like experiences to the music. So you can choose to listen to a song and just be like have feelings because feelings are valid. Yeah. Uh, or you can choose to be like, nah, I'm not listening to the song because it reminds me of blah, blah, blah. But it's like, when you were with that person, not everything was bad and not everything was good or whatever it is. I understand it's, if it's more of a trauma or if yeah. it's more something like that. Situational, but yeah. But, um, so I, when I think of them, I think of people who have been capable of doing that. Like saying like, we had a, like a, relationship with music far before we got together romantically so i think it's kind of cool that they're capable of still continuing to make music together and like i said good for our fans and good for them because they have good musical chemistry dude definitely so i'm well now i feel like janae is definitely dropping an album just because all like i said all these singles have had the same cover art or like similar cover art so i want to see if they have more music together coming out, or a ver qué pasa. Because didn't Big Sean also drop the single the music another long ago? She's also on it también. He, I don't, I'm not, I can't remember if she was on it, but he did drop a single. We'll, we'll put it on. It was, it was an okay song. It was, yeah. it wasn't like that big of a stand out as much as her singles have been. For sure. But it was still a pretty good song. Big Sean has always been one of my favorite rappers, actually. I'm so, so sad I missed him when we were in Vegas, senior year, RIP. He was so good, live. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to remember to that day, but he was so good. Uh, but well, we'll see who's in town. Besides, I mean, you guys are going to the concert, but sometimes there's, like, 
um, DJs or whatever it is. Oh, so yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And then moving on to Tory Lanez, he dropped an album. So I've chosen two of his songs. Jerry Sprunger, which he um, samples I'm, I'm Sprung by T-Pain. And T-Pain's on it. Like I've said, it's been <laughs> this thing. But because I really like I'm Sprung and because T-Pain's on it and because, like I said, there's something about the English lyrics sticking more, stay more on message than does the full-on going to Spanish. Mm-hmm. I really liked um, the song. It was pretty good. And I just think it's funny that it's called Jerry Sprunger. Because, <laughs> you know, it's Jerry Springer, Springer but Jerry yeah. Sprunger. Um, and he dropped Beauty in the Benz, and that one's another good song. From him, I don't know if you got to listen to his album. I have not. I've been very disconnected with him. Like, like I was like putting music aside. Like, I was like, okay, I'll get back to it. Come back to it. And it just there was so much stuff that dropped within the past like four there weeks. There was. I was like, oh. but I will make my visit to this album for sure. There was, and we probably missed a lot of it for sure. Another song, love songs by Cash Page. It's just a. This is such a good R and B song. It's one of my favorites, and so. I'm pretty sure in my time gone, it came on and I screenshotted it because it was like, it's a cute song. I forgot about it. So this is an archive song. Hope you all enjoyed it if you've never listened. And if you have and you love it, well, this is a nice little throwback for y'all. And then this next one is not R&B disclaimer right now. Plot twist. Plot twist. But this one's so funny because it came on while I was washing dishes. And my sister's like, oh, the taco song. And I was like, what? what? I was like, I have a taco song, and I thought she was kidding. And then the person kept talking about tacos, and I was like, I wonder where I got this song from. And my sister's like, it's from the taco show. And I was like, what? So you guys remember throwback to when we were watching the, the taco, taco series? Taco Chronicles? Yeah. Well, there was a song that came on in the, because you know how the shows always have music? Well, there was must have been like lyrics that popped like popped up because I like to watch with captions on FYI and it might have caught my attention and I probably like um, shazammed it and downloaded it and I was going to say like for the podcast and I never did it so long story short this song is called Amigos and it's by this artist called Negro and it's just great it's hilarious and talks about tacos oh oh, okay now I'm excited I don't think I ever finished the series but now I'm like the taco carnivals, yeah. I got you. So it'll be a fun little plot twist in there. Um, it's it's kind of on theme of R and B and love though. Like if we really love her tacos, let's talk it. about it. Yeah, <laughs> taco about it. No. And then um, going back to no no no, still not going back. This one's another little plot twist too. It's the baby, and it's hilarious because last. Um, episode and I was kind of talking shit about the baby because he got on this whole song remember oh, and we're this. like why and who is this the baby and blah 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 anyways the reason he's on here is because he came out on my twitter timeline with the Jabba Walkies being featured in his um, new song or this single that he has and I just really appreciate the fact that he brought back the Jabba Walkies I love the Jabba Walkies I'm considering going to go watch the Jabba Walkies when I'm in Vegas Dude. next year do it. I remember there were, I think, I was watching World of Dance. They came back on the first season of World of Dance, and I was, I was like, they're still what? a thing? Yes, and they're still so good. I freaking love them. But the song is called Bob on Broadway, and it was decent. I mean, it's the baby. <laughs> if 
but the Jabberwockies is the main highlight here. <laughs> Mainly for the visual. <laughs> um, okay, so, let's see, de regreso al R&B. No, no, te mentí, te mentí, te mentí. Falta una más. Hitmaker. <laughs> um, Thoughtbox. This one's like throwback ratchet to college. I was like, about to so say, back. I was like, I don't think the title Thoughtbox is an R&B song, but. You never know. Right, Uno right. nunca sabe. So this guy features a whole bunch of, we were saying, pretty much female rappers, a whole bunch of them. Uh, Young Amaze on it, so I downloaded mainly for her. Pero también, if you guys are into Chinese Kitty, Mulato, Dream Doll, and Drizzy, here's a, it was a pretty, honestly, the beat was there. Raja, get down at my Get down, I'm just like, that's all I'm going to say. Y'all need to get down to that song. Another song that came out that... Um, I really liked. It's not R&B. It's called Asi Asi, Farina and Maluma. Did oh, you hear it? Yes, I heard it because I'm. Re- but um, was one of my artists like in the previous episode, and I was, I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, oh, another poem with Maluma. Yeah, I, I know. That's why. That's what I thought of. I thought of you. Um, when I saw the Farina thing. Pero, I don't know. I really liked this one, and I can't remember who Farina was. I know you like talked to us about her, probably most likely. Um, and then I do listen, okay? <laughs> uh, and another random song, Vallenato Apretado. Have you heard that song? No. By who? By Silvestre Dangot. Oh, no. Okay. I was like, who? I never heard of this guy in my life either. He looks like this, like, wannabe Bruno Mars, kind of like, pero como Carlo, Carlos Sanz. It's like a mix of those okay. two. Yeah, and anyways, the song, is, I, it was interesting, but it's catchy. So I was like, eh, why not give it a shot? Okay, and now going back to the R&B, Queen um, Nija dropped a song called Good Morning Text. And I don't know, me gustó. Uh, the first time I heard it, I was like, because I've been waiting for her to drop music. I don't know, I probably haven't really... I don't know if I've talked about her. And um, this song was, like, okay at first. But then I heard it again, and I was like, you know what? It's kind of cute. It's kind of worth going on the playlist. So I hope that you guys like it. And if you've never heard Queen Nija, like, you guys should look her up. She's been in a lot of, like, singing competitions. Um, and she's cute. I really like her. Um, and then Keilani dropped a song called You Know What's Up. And I was giving a, giving a listen today, and I thought it was good. Like, I know I was on the Kehlani hate train last oh, I was episode. about to say, I was like, are you back, are you back on Kehlani? <laughs> Not necessarily. It was more of like, like I've said, I try to, like, um, be a good critic and take away biases here and there and be like, you know what? You drop music, I'm going to listen to it. And then... If I was hating on you and I say it's a good song, then you know it's a good song. I'm like Simon Cowell, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she said <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm kidding no pero estaba buena estaba buena so entonces eso es mi R&B for this week <laughs> or this month basically pretty much yeah and oh. then yeah moving on to our artist of artist spotlight yeah Kia who you got so it was not Queen Aja no I went into her a little bit but this um this time around I wanted to shine some light on Snow the product hey We've talked about her before previously short for the feature she's on on Immigrants of Lin-Manuel Miranda. 
Pero this girl, we've been, well, I've been listening to her for a while now. I want to say back 2016 when I graduated from college. And funny story with her, I'll give you guys some little background. I first came across her. I used to watch um, Snoop Dogg's, um, ¿cómo se llamaba? UGN. Las noticias que tenía, yeah, is, that's, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's UGN. On YouTube, and he had her on there, and I was like, who is this little rapper? Like, who is this girl? And I went and listened to a few of her things, and, like, back in the day when she was dropping was not really, like, como que, it was like a hit and miss for me. And then she dropped this one album she had, which was... Uh, super funny she had a song about going to the rancho and marrying some ranchero vaquero and i thought it was the most funniest song and then she had a woke song where she talked about you know like la música que le ponía su mamá para trapear o no sé qué cosa oh i remember seeing yeah. the visual for that i can't remember the song but i guess yeah and then she had what else did she have if we go down her little list of things she had the that one waste of time which i really like that song and yeah fast forward to like now she's been finally she disconnected she's been signed to atlantic records and she finally got free from her label and now she can put out whatever she wants she's creating like beats and just stuff like that so she has more freedom more creative freedom and the music she's been dropping as of then have been so good in my opinion she dropped like stay bitch she dropped bilingue yes dude she's dropped you know a whole bunch of other songs and she just came out with a new song she posted it and from the description I read, it took her 24 hours to write, come up with the beats, and to shoot the video. Oh, shit. And she basically shot the video in, in her room, in her bedroom, with her partner, her girlfriend, um, Daddy Juju. And she's actually featured in the song, so it's the first time that Daddy Juju raps, at least that I've seen her. I know she's been featured in her past um, videos, like I said, after she got out of the record label and she started putting all the songs the girlfriend has been in pretty much all of her videos but this is the first time that i hear rap so i thought it was pretty cool it's a quick song it's like two and a half minutes it's about running late and when you're getting ready and stuff like that <laughs> it's so great you guys are gonna love it and i'm excited for you guys to hear it Right. Well, this kind of ties into my artist. So, same thing a little bit on um, Stellar Products. So, I think the first, the first time I think we might have been together actually when we lived together in college. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw her was on the Snoop Dogg show because was, the, yeah. the little like the pre like before the video like, before the video episode whatever it's called actually starts they have a little like preview to it, and it was Snoop Dogg and Stellar Products like drinking and cheering to a Jenny Rivera song. Yeah. and I was like I was like who is this girl to Jenny yeah. Rivera? Um, but yes, but, but my artist about this week is actually La Señora Jenny Rivera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because once the episode drops is gonna be her anniversary of her passing away. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to highlight just some of her songs, which is like the um, uh, uh, otro. Just because, just I feel like Jenny Rivera has always just been such a, like an empowering, just like a badass woman. I was like, there's not a lot of people I consider like idols or people to like look up to, but Jenny's always just been someone, at least for me. Um, so this, this time of year is always a little hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely, but... For sure. But, um, a club out here is going to do a homage to her on Sunday night, so we're definitely going to go out. Go. So we're definitely going to go out and celebrate, uh, Jenny Rivera's life and probably take a shot at midnight just because at midnight it's the night, so. Definitely something. 
Um, but yeah, for, for this week I'm featuring um, Se Los Voy a Dar a Otros, because I'm an empowering song, and then just in honor, like, Cuando Se Muere Una Dama, because it kind of goes into what arrangements she wanted for her when she if she were to pass, and every, everything kind of came true in that aspect. Um, but if y'all haven't had a chance to check out her novela, Mariposa de Barrio, it kind of goes into her journey, all her struggles, and everything she kind of had to overcome, and just how much of a badass she is and everything. Um, so definitely check out that novela, and... I haven't seen it, but I wanna. I want to nominate two songs to now, since we're <laughs> giving her a tribute. Uh, Arreglando las cuentas is that what it's called? Something about cuentas. Oh, with her, karaoke. with her and Diana Reyes. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, because that was a good one. And Chupero Amigos, because yes. you already know that's a good one. Chupero Amigos. I really want to do the Chupero Amigos challenge. I'm not sure if it's actually a challenge or if we just, <laughs> or we just made it up. Okay. But it's taking a shot of all the alcohols that she mentions in it. It's, it sounds expensive. and sounds kind of Oh, you mother. I'm not trying to die again. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone wants to donate a bottle of what was listed in that song, Hush, girl. <laughs> But yes, that is. Went down. For la gran señora. La gran señora, but nothing in a grand bank account, so. <laughs> but yes. So, yes, that wraps up what we've been listening to. Like always, playlists are on Spotify and Apple Music. We'll link them in the description and post them on social media también. But for watching, what have you been watching? Or what have you had a chance to watch? I actually got the chance to watch Frozen 2 when I was back home for the holiday. I was with my nieces, and they wanted to go watch it. So I was like, I'm down. I wanted to watch it, too. And I went to go watch it yesterday. I was like, oh, like, hell yeah. I was like, oh, it's because it came out the weekend right before I left for Mexico. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I was like I'm not going to watch it in Spanish. It's not gonna be this. I mean, it's still going to be good, but not the same thing. Yeah. So I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to wait to come back and literally watch it yesterday. So I'm freshly off of yeah, what you feel? How'd you like it? I really, really liked it. I was literally cracking up. I was like, I forgot just how funny just Olaf as a character is. Yeah. But now he has more of, like, con- like consciousness of the world. Oh, my world. God. He fucking carries the movie. He really does. <laughs> he really does. Um, and I just, like, I was kind of scared just because sequels are always, like, iffy, especially with the Disney movie, just because of how, like, much pull Frozen has in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was definitely for a sequel, definitely to lift up to... The expectations for it and i really really liked it i actually want to want to watch it again but with like the 40 experience you know where like like, like the wind oh, and like the vibration yeah so just to see i've never been to one so i just wanted to i was like i feel like this one would be a good one because like it's yeah kind of already experienced it and i just want to see it actually get colder let me know if it's worth it i might want to check it right? out too. i thought the movie was good i didn't find it as funny as the other one with the exception of olaf because he carries it. Definitely. And, um, I saw it more as, like, this, they took the opportunity and they took the story of these, um, two sisters to kind of pay, pay, like, homage to, like, restoration of Spoiler alert, if anyone has not seen Frozen 2, spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really saying what happens, but... With, you know, so they took it as an opportunity, like I said, to pay homage. It was well done. I thought it was good. It's a good message overall. The only, like, thing is, like, I couldn't help but just to feel like they have a white saber mentality. Um, But at the same time, it's good 
the message that it's sending of owning up to like the craft that your ancestors have done so and to try to rest re, make restorations like i said it's not mm-hmm. just trying to deny 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 it's more saying like that shouldn't have happened let's fix it what yeah. can we do to fix it so it was good it was a cute movie definitely worth going to go watch in the theaters Dude, no, yeah. I, apparently, I saw somewhere, I think it might have been Kristen Bell, like the actress who posted something about it. So, kind of like, so going into the indigenous thing, I guess Disney really did their research and I don't know who they reached out to for the indigenous part of this movie, but definitely took into account. I think it's the movie's based in Norway, I want to say. Mm. So, kind of did really and had all of those pulls within the movie itself. I, I don't know the whole backstory of it, but they did their work apparently. Well, as they should, they freaking have so much money. You're right, you're right. Disney's an evil corporation. I just want to put that out there. But as here we as, are. Yeah. As much as I, I love... To go watch Frozen. Dude, dude, dude. As much as I love Disney, they do have a monopolize a lot of the entertainment industry just with everything that they own. Yeah, and more so I'm thinking of like the Disney cruise ships and just how bad they treat their employees and how they pollute the world, and but then they go and put out a movie about turtles, and they think it's, like, okay. So, we are the ones still feeding the monster the beast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I finally did get a chance to see the the cruise ship uh, episode of Pidgey Deck, and now I was, like, I was like, damn it. I was like, I wanted to go on a Disney cruise, but now, fuck. You could die out there. I mean, and nobody's gonna say nothing unless it looks suspicious, or I don't know what it was. Oh yeah, and the, yeah, dude. Y'all check out now if y'all ever thought about going on a cruise ship. Don't know, apparently. <laughs> but yes. Oh right, and so something else I've been watching too, like, just staying on the Disney wave. Uh, so Disney Plus launched earlier this month, uh, and I was kind of excited but also skeptical about the new, its whole freaking title, High School Musical the series, the musical the series. Just because like people like like a remake of like High School Musical or what it was going to be about, but it's like pretty much about like like the high school where they filmed it is doing a musical production of High School Musical the movie. Mm. A lot of connections, but yes, I actually really like it. Um, I was like I was like I'm also like just like Disney Channel shows in general. It definitely kind of has that vibe to it, but they feature a lot of like different like characters and has a lot of like original music to it too, not just like the High School Musical stuff to it. So I like it. I want to say they're dropping episodes weekly on Disney Plus, um, but I did a full catch up earlier today. I was like, I'm like that's what I've been watching. A lot of Disney Plus, just old, just like uh, finally somewhere to watch Aladdin, which I've been wanting to watch forever. Yeah. And just a platform for everything on it too. It's kind of nice. It gives you a break because it's things you've already seen, so you don't gotta really pay too much yeah. attention. Yeah. Like good like background stuff too. Like yeah. if you just like for like for, I don't know whatever you're doing. But yeah, a little plug. I'm not sponsored here, but looking out for the homies. If you have a rice in, you get a free year of Disney Plus if y'all are interested. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, do we have anything else for this episode, Kia? It's still Sagittarius season. <laughs> Putting that out there. Still? <laughs> yes, until like December 20 something. Oh, shit. Because right. it's the. It, I mean, it starts a while, like, the 20-something, and then it goes until the 20-something, so. Oh, you're right, you're yeah. right. So, happy Sagittarius season. <laughs> okay, so, um, we're gonna wrap up episode 15 right here. Like we said, everything we talk about um, will be linked in the description. Playlists are on Apple Music and Spotify, so be sure to follow us on there so y'all can see them more, too. <laughs> 
Y'all can check them out también. Um, but feel free to hit, um, follow us if y'all haven't already at We Are BBO Live on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, rate us on Apple. Write us a review. Reach out to us. Whatever y'all want to do. We are here for y'all. Um, but until then, um, we shall see y'all next episode. See, LOL. Here, listen. Keep it groovy.